God desires to take us, and we've got to go there this morning. Amen. It's not enough to just show up to church on Sunday. It's not enough to just come to Bible study, but the Lord wants us to be apostolic. Do you want to be apostolic? Amen. I, 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 I feel like in the house today that, that, that there's something that God is trying to do all throughout our uh, movement. And, and, and what God is trying to do is give us a, a, a lifestyle of apostolic authority. Can I tell you that this is not just what we do, but this is who we are. Amen. Apostolic is not just what I do. Apostolic is who I am. Amen. Apostolic is who we are. I want you to know that God has called you to be the church to everybody that you meet. Amen. And being the church has more to do with just showing up to church, but it has to do with activating the faith that God has given you. Amen. It's not enough to have potential. Have you ever heard the word potential? Amen. Potential means that you could do, but you're not doing. I don't want to be a church with potential. I want to be a church with active faith. Faith without works is dead. I don't want to be a dead church. God is alive, so my faith has to be alive. Amen. God is alive, so the Holy Ghost in me has to be alive. Amen. Can I, can I tell you that when the church decides to be the church, that things begin to happen? Let me tell you about an old girl that used to cut my hair. I, I, I went and got my hair cut at the same place uh, quite quite often and and I would sit down in the chair and this girl that cut my hair she had tattoos from her fingertips up to her ears from her ears down to her toes we didn't look the same but but I couldn't help but tell her about Jesus who loved her amen amen as I was telling her about Jesus one day she looked at me and said well uh, thank you for sharing your faith but don't you know that my lifestyle is different than you I asked this girl I said well what's so different she said I'm married to a girl I said well I understand but but can I tell you that Jesus still loves you amen Jesus still loves you I, I continued to go in there month after uh, month as I as I continued to share the love of Jesus with her. Finally, one day she looked at me. She said, Gentry, you talk an awful lot about Jesus. What do you do? I said, Lyric, I'm a preacher. She looked at me and she said, a preacher? I said, yes, ma'am, I'm a preacher. She took a few steps back and turned around. I couldn't figure out what she was doing. She turned around and she looked at me and tears were streaming down her face. She walked up and said, Gentry, why do you let me cut your hair? Uh, I, I said, what are you talking about? She said, why do you let me cut your hair when you know my lifestyle choices? I said, Lyric, I might disagree with what you're doing, but Jesus loves you as much as he loves me. I said in Lyric, I want you to know that you, that you cannot go far enough, that the Holy Ghost cannot reach you. She said, do you really believe it? I said, oh yes, Lyric, the blood of Jesus can flow to the lowest valley. It can reach to the highest mountain. 
I said, the Holy Ghost is for you. The Lord planted a seed in Lyric that day because somebody decided to be apostolic. Lyric looked at me and said, Gentry, you don't understand. The last preacher that I cut their hair stood up and said that I couldn't cut his hair any longer because of my lifestyle choices. I said, Lyric, I don't know what God they serve, but the God that I serve will love you to your deepest fault. Lyric said, I need to know about the Jesus that you serve. Uh, Something began to happen. Uh, A few months after that, Lyric came to me and said, Gentry, I don't know what's going on, uh, but the Lord is dealing with me. Uh, She said, I've been finding times uh, to just talk to the Lord. Uh, Lyric came in and said, uh, I don't don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, She said, but the Lord told me to get out of my relationship. Uh, Lyric left her wife. Let me tell you what happened next. Uh, Lyric met an old boy and they got hitched up. Uh, What I could, I tell you this, uh, that her husband looked at her uh, and said, Lyric, we need to go to a church house. Uh, Lyric said, Jace, let me tell you, uh, I met a guy that has told me about Jesus. Uh, We need to go visit their church. Uh, Lyric and Jace walked into the house of the Lord. Uh, They walked in, uh, lifted hands high in the altar. Uh, They were baptized in the name of Jesus. Jesus, uh, filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, uh, no more alcohol addiction, uh, no more nicotine addiction, uh, no more drug addiction, uh, because when the Holy Ghost uh, begins to show up, uh, something begins to happen. Something begins to change. Would you thank the Lord for the power of the Holy Ghost? Amen. Somebody give the Lord some praise. Let me tell you, God did not call you to be the judge. He did not call you to be the jury. God did not call you to be the executioner, uh, but God called the church to be a hospital to the broken. Uh, We need to be in the business of restoration, uh, not in the business of execution. Uh, Will you love somebody to restoration? My God, my God, I want you to know it right now in this house. The word said that God is love. If I've got to be like Jesus, then I've got to be love. I I, I just want you to know in this house that we need God to send us the broken. We need God to send us the backslider. God to send us the fornicator. God to send us the drug addict. God is in the business of restoration. But we've got to be the church. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to be the church. Uh, I don't know why I keep coming back to it today. uh, But God is trying to call somebody uh, to be the church. Uh, And if we're going to be the church, uh, we need God to send us the people that other people don't want. Uh, I pray to God, uh, send us the poor. uh, Send us the accused. uh, Send us the broken. uh, Because God will love them uh, back to the point of restoration. I keep feeling the promise of the Lord uh, that I will return to you uh, the year that the locusts took from you, uh, the year that the canker worm uh, and the palmer worm. uh, Let me tell you what God wants to do. Uh, There's a devil portion uh, of the Spirit of God uh, that's about to fall uh, on lost and dying people. uh, But we've got to be the church. Uh, Greater things than this uh, shall ye do in his name. 
I can see the woman caught in the act of adultery that cast herself down at the feet of Jesus when people in the church uh, would have said you made your bed and lie in it. Jesus said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Uh, I can see as the tax man uh, decided he wanted to follow Jesus. Uh, people who said, don't you know the man that's following you? But Jesus said, this is the person that I've chosen. Let me tell you something. We've got to have a lifestyle of evangelism. Uh, a lifestyle of evangelism will do more for you than door knocking. Uh, it'll do more for you than social media It'll, it'll do more for you than turning on the camera and live streaming your service on Facebook. When the church decides to be the church, uh, things begin to get contagious. You want to know what's more contagious than COVID? Uh, the church is more contagious than COVID. You want to know what's more contagious than COVID? Your faith is more contagious than COVID. I'm sick and tired of people being afraid to be the church. God is trying to call you out of the sideline, off of the bench, and into the game. Hey, we're in the fourth quarter. Are you ready? Are you ready? Oh, somebody, somebody take a moment and give the Lord praise. Someone take a moment and ask God, help me to be the church. Help me to be the church. Let me tell you what happens when the church begins to be the church. Uh, the word talks about that when David was anointed, uh, that a horn of oil was poured upon him. Uh, it started at the head uh, and it flowed down to his feet. Uh, but there was something else uh, that the word began to talk about. Uh, it was the aroma of anointing. Uh, you see, David could put on the garment uh, and anywhere that he walked, uh, the aroma of anointing would begin to be smelled uh, by people that surrounded him. Uh, that's why God chose you uh, to not be like like everybody else. That's why God chose you to not be like the church down the street. We've got the aroma of anointing and it goes up as a sweet smelling savor. Let me tell you this. This is what I pray. I pray that people get so hungry uh, for a move of the Lord uh, that people that are in this house uh, would decide uh, to do something that's different uh, than you've ever done before. Let me tell you what God is doing in the last hour. I was preaching a service down in Texas, uh, sitting at a table with a pastor, uh, and a Hispanic individual walked up to us uh, as he began to talk. Uh, he told us that he pastored a church. Uh, as we began to talk, uh, we introduced ourselves, and we had a great time. Uh, the man walked out of the building. Uh, five minutes later, he turned around uh, and walked back into this um, building. Uh, he walked up to me, tears streaming down his cheeks. Uh, he said, sir, uh, I know you told me that you're apostolic uh, and I go to a different kind of church than you do. Uh, he said, but I walked out to my car uh, and I felt the Lord begin to speak to me. Uh, he said, is there any chance uh, you would come and preach at my church? I said, sir, you just give me the date and I'll be there. Uh, we walked into a non-denominational church uh, in the Dallas area. God filled 15 people with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, people are hungry for what you've got, uh, but how will they hear uh, if you don't open up your mouth uh, and let it out? Let me tell you, that's not all that God did. Uh, the pastor walked up. Uh, he grabbed me by the arm. Uh, he said, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, uh, but this is what I've been praying for. Uh, we need what you've got. 
I'm talking about being the church. I'm talking about being the church. Does anybody want to be the church? Does anybody want to be apostolic? Does anybody want to see miracle signs and wonders? God's waiting on you to step in. Let's try it right now. Someone step into what God's doing. Uh, I can scream at you and cheerlead you, uh, but you got to want it for yourself. Uh, I can't force it on you, uh, but I wish for a moment uh, you wouldn't worry about your neighbor uh, and you'd worry about the flow of the Holy Ghost. Uh, you can't even see it, but there's angels uh, that stepped into this room. We're going to keep going until we get somewhere. Uh, someone, someone just begin to praise the Lord. Uh, someone begin to praise the Lord. Let me tell you something about being the church. Uh, the word said uh, that there's nothing more powerful uh, than the prayers of an apostolic believer. Uh, when you begin to pray, uh, things begin to happen. Uh, when you begin to pray, uh, things begin to move. Uh, when you begin to pray, uh, chains begin to fall. Uh, doors begin to open. I feel a boldness in the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, turn me up just a little bit. Uh, I, I can feel a boldness in the Holy Ghost right now. Uh, let me tell you what happens uh, when the church begins to pray. Uh, it was five years ago uh, that my father dropped dead uh, after having a heart attack. Uh, 20 minutes with no breath in his body. Uh, my mother began to scream. Uh, I ran upstairs. Uh, I fell down in the floor where he was. Uh, and the Lord told me, uh, begin to speak life over him. Uh, I said, God, I'm nobody. He said, I told you in my word that the power of life and of death is in your tongue. Let me tell you what happens. When you don't speak, you speak death. When you do speak, you speak life. I'm trying to call someone into boldness. Uh, I laid my hands on my father uh, and I begin to pray. Uh, Fifteen minutes later, uh, God put breath back in his body, uh, raised him up. Uh, he was restored in the Holy Ghost. You don't believe me? That's all right. Uh, let me keep going. Uh, when the ambulance came and got him, uh, they loaded him up. Uh, I got in my truck and started to follow the ambulance uh, the entire time speaking uh, that this, that life would fill his body. Uh, I got into the hospital. Uh, I sat in the waiting room. Uh, as I began to pray and speak in tongues, uh, a man looked at me. He said, boy, uh, what's wrong with you? Uh, I said, what's wrong with me? Uh, I've got faith that God's going to heal my father. The man looked at me. He started to cry. He said, I've got a family member that needs healed. I grabbed him by the hand, began to pray for his family member. The Holy Ghost moved over him. God restored his family member. Let me tell you something. People want what you've got. I said people want what you've got. You've got inside of you the greatest commodity. You can't buy it on Robin Hood. It's more than your 401k. You've got the Holy Ghost and power. They let me back into the hospital room. I walked in. My dad was sitting up in his bed because the Lord raised him up. He started to weep. He said, Gentry, I was walking down a corridor, and I knew that it was over. He said, but as I began to walk down it, he said, a beam of light began to move into the corridor. He said, I heard your voice. As you said, I speak life. He said, and I opened my eyes, and, I'm in, and I was in the ambulance. He said, thank you for coming with me. I said, they're just 
one problem. I wasn't in the ambulance. Let me tell you what happens when you begin to pray. You begin to touch people that ain't ever been in the house of God. Somebody keep praying for your lost loved one. Keep praying for your daughter. Keep praying for your baby. You'll touch it. You want to know what happens? You want to know how bad they want it? There was a guy that used to go to church with me three years. God delivered him out of drug addiction, filled him with the Holy Ghost, and he got on fire for the Lord. But the spirit of offense uh, began to creep into him uh, because somebody lied to him uh, about a situation. Uh, He quit coming to the house of the Lord. Uh, It's been 11 years. uh, But the other night, my phone rang. Uh, He said, Gentry, uh, I need you to meet me up at the church. Uh, I walked into the church. Uh, We were best friends growing up. Uh, Haven't seen him in 10 years. Uh, We walked into the church. Uh, He said, Gentry, uh, my daughter is on a ventilator. uh, And they're telling me that she's going to die. Uh, I pointed my finger at him. Uh, I said, Mackie. uh, let me tell you right now God will heal your daughter if you'll commit to the Lord right now that you'll get your family back in the house of the Lord I got a picture on my phone of Mackie up at the altar at 2 o'clock in the morning hands lifted tears flowing speaking in other tongues as the spirit gave the utterance 12 hours later, the doctor came in, took his daughter off of the ventilator. God restored her body, and she got to go home. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. I wonder if somebody in the building, if God's ever healed your body, you ought to give him praise. If God's ever brought you out, you ought to give him praise. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you why we give the Lord praise. My praise is my appraisal of how much I think that he's worth. And there comes a point that I praise sometimes because I've got to remind myself that praise is who I am. Praise is not what I do. Praise is who I am. Praise is not optional. Your praise is not silent. Your praise is not stagnant. But praise requires activation. I said your praise requires activation. I heard one person say, well, it's just not my personality. God doesn't care about your personality. God cares about your praise. Can I get a witness? God doesn't care about your personality. God cares about your worship. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, he said that it is he that inhabits uh, the praises uh, of Israel. So let me mess up your theology right now. We need to quit praying that the Lord would show up. How many of you are filled with the Holy Ghost? Lift up your hand. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are filled with the Spirit of God. Uh, The Lord told me uh, people need to quit praying uh, that I would send it down. Uh, He said, I've filled them with it. All they've got to do is lift it up. What are you trying to say? Uh, It's why Paul and Silas uh, in a midnight hour begin to sing praises uh, under the Lord uh, and the Lord showed up. (laughs) Let me tell you the way that it works. Uh, How many of you want to move with the Holy Ghost right now? How many people want to move with the Holy Ghost right now? (laughs) 
If you wanted a move of the Holy Ghost, uh, I couldn't contain this service. Uh, you'd start running, uh, jumping, shouting, spinning cartwheels, uh, turning somersaults. Uh, because when you begin to praise, uh, God begins to show up. Uh, when he inhabits uh, the praises uh, of his people, uh, you're filled with it. Uh, you got to let it out. Come on, try it. Try it. Somebody just try it. Somebody just try it. Come on. I'm... I'm not in a hurry right now. I'm going to wait for someone to get indignant with your praise right now. We don't need to be stoic Christians. We need to be worshiping apostolics. We need to be praisers. We need to be praisers. We need to be praisers. I'm trying to call you into praise right now. Uh, let me tell you, uh, I was preaching a service uh, in Nairobi, Kenya. I showed up to the church an hour and a half ahead of time. Uh, as I was walking up the hill, uh, you could hear the sound of praise uh, coming out of the building. Uh, I turned and asked the missionary. I said, what am I hearing? Uh, he said, oh, brother, they're just praising the Lord. Uh, I said, I thought that service started in an hour and a half. Uh, he said, oh, brother, they've been here for two hours. Uh, they been praising the Lord. I said, why are they here? He said, because they've got nothing else to hang on to but their praise. Let me tell you, if we don't have praise, we don't have any. If we don't have praise, we ain't got nothing. You want to know what happened? They showed up before the preacher, before the light team, before the media team. They've been praising for three hours. There were three people that had crippled hands, diabetes, groats. The Lord healed all three of them because God's not worried with the service program. You want to know when the time to praise is? The time to praise is every time. It's any time. I, 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 let me just tell you this. I, I, I understand that we do everything in good order. And we've got our service schedules. And we print it out. And we say, okay, we're going to pray. Then we're going to take up offering. And then we're going to sing our songs. And for three songs, well, then there's our time to praise. But then when the preacher gets up, we're going to sit down. We're going to listen to the word of God. This is the problem. We put our faith and we put our praise in a box that we think that God can only move at a certain time we need to rip up the schedule and decide right now that I'm going to praise no matter what's going on I'm just waiting on somebody to be apostolic if you don't praise don't say you're apostolic if you don't worship don't say you're apostolic it don't work that way it just don't work that way. Uh, let me tell you what. Uh, there's some times that I praise uh, just to remind myself uh, that I'm still in the game. Uh, there's some times that I praise uh, because I want the Lord to know, uh, hey, I've not forgotten about it. Uh, but let me tell you, uh, there's some times I praise uh, just to remind the devil uh, that weeping may endure for a night, uh, but joy comes in the morning. Uh, oh, rejoice not against me, oh, my enemy, uh, for when I fall, uh, I'll arise. 
You want to know what happens uh, when somebody begins to praise? Uh, 12 months ago, my mother was diagnosed with cancer, uh, triple negative carcinoma. Uh, the doctor basically said, uh, we've caught it early, uh, but this kind of cancer is a death sentence. Uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, she called me. I was in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I took a FaceTime call, and I sat underneath a tree. Uh, as I began to cry, uh, I started to ask God, Lord, uh, what are you doing? Uh, and the Lord began to take my mind uh, that it was the children of Israel when they were in captivity. Uh, they put their harps uh, upon the willow. Uh, how shall we sing a, uh, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? How can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? But they forgot about the promises of their forefather Abraham. That everywhere that the sole of your foot shall tread, that will I give unto you. When I walk in sickness, I walk in authority. When I walk in struggle, I walk in authority. Because the Lord has promised everywhere you go, it's yours. I want to give somebody a word. Healing is yours right now. Breakthrough is yours right now. Provision is yours right now. All you got to do is take it. All you've got to do is take it. All you've got to do is take it. You don't need to live depressed. You don't need to live oppressed. You don't need to live defeated. You need to live in victory. I wish somebody would live in victory. I'm tired of coming to services uh, where we lift up our hands, uh, sing on our stool, uh, and have a patty cake praise. Uh, I miss the old days uh, when we begin to sing, uh, what shall wash away my sin? Uh, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Uh, I wish, uh, when's the last time you shouted? Uh, when's the last time you ran? You know the problem? You see, there's another level of praise. Uh, when you begin to praise, uh, not to remind yourself, uh, not to remind the Lord, uh, but to remind your adversary uh, that victory is imminent. Twelve months ago, she diagnosed with cancer. The Lord gave me a word that this is the beginning of her miracle. I begin to speak the word to her. I would call her, say, Mama, I just want to remind you today. Uh, this is the beginning of your miracle. Uh, she went through chemo, uh, but she kept on praising. Uh, she went through radiation, uh, and she kept on praising. Uh, the doctor called her in, uh, said, Annette, we got to run a scan on your body. Uh, they went in. Uh, he said, Annette, I'm sorry to tell you, but there's a new mass of cancer. So I'm sorry to tell you, but there's a new mass of cancer. We're going to run tests in a week and figure out what's going on. That was on a Thursday. But on a Sunday, she walked in the house of the Lord. I happened to be preaching at home that service. I sat right here on the front row as the worship began to happen. People would lift up hands. It's the good spirit of the Lord, but nobody was really praising God. I watched my mother after she lost every hair on her head. She lost her strength. I'm shocked that she lost everything but her faith. I watched as she stood up there with her hands lifted high. All of a sudden, she put her hands down. She turned around and she looked at the crowd uh, and she shouted uh, if you don't do it I will she stepped out in the front uh, and she started to dance like this she started to run uh, she started to shout uh, she started to jump uh, she, I, I'm going to tell you something uh, she started to praise uh, until it hurt she, I, I'm talking about a sacrifice of praise uh, God mm, I'll not offer unto the Lord that which cost me nothing. 
She got done praising. She came back to the front row and she sat down. I put my arm on her. I said, Mama, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. You're going to hurt yourself. She patted me on the, on the leg. She said, oh, Jenna, mind your own business. So what are you talking about? She said, mind your own business. She said, because I raised you from the time that you were a child to know that whether you're sick in your body, God still deserves the praise. Whether you ain't got no money in your bank, God still deserves the praise. She said, I'm praising because you gave me a word that this is the beginning of a miracle. And I'm standing on it. You want to know the end of the story? On next Thursday, she walked into the doctor's office. They hooked her up to the machines and said, I don't know what you've been doing, but keep on doing it. Where the cancer used to be, there ain't no cancer anymore. I'm trying to help somebody. If you need a miracle, you ought to praise the Lord right now. If you need a breakthrough, you ought to praise the Lord right now. I'll fix it later. Let me tell you something. God's waiting on somebody to get so active in their faith that you're not worried about the doctor. You're not worried about the psych. You're not worried about your neighbor. You're not worried. Whose report will you believe? Whose report will you believe? Maybe you wanted a new pulpit anyway. Whose report will you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed. Go ahead, sister. Nor a seed begging bread. You ought to step into praise. Come on, take a minute. Take 60 seconds. Shut your eyes. Don't worry about your neighbor. Somebody step into it. Somebody step into it. Somebody step into it. Somebody step into it. I want you to know uh, that if the church is ever going to go uh, where God wants to take us, uh, we've got to be a worshiping church. Uh, we've got to be a praising church. Uh, we've got to be a shouting church, uh, a tongue-talking church. Uh. Oh, come on, somebody, somebody dig deep right now. Somebody dig deep in your praise right now. Somebody dig deep in your praise right now. Come on, I'm reaching to the person uh, that walked in this building uh, and you don't know what to do next. Uh, you ought to just try to praise the Lord. Uh, I'm talking to the person uh, that you've been suicidal uh, up until the point that you walked in today. Uh, God will deliver you. Uh, God can heal you. Uh, this is that uh, which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day, saith the Lord, uh, I will pour out of my spirit. Tell you what happens uh, 
when the church begins to pray. Uh, April was bound up in jail. Uh, she'd been arrested, uh, faced with 65 years in prison uh, for the distribution of drugs. Uh, she walked in, uh, and, the, and, and every lawyer told her, uh, if you're convicted, uh, April, you're going to die in prison. Uh, she walked back to the jail cell. Uh, this April, she told me, she said, Gentry, uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, as I begin to pray, uh, she said, Lord, uh, I've never prayed before. Uh, she said, but I, I could look back uh, and remember my grandmother. Uh, she said, Gentry, she would do something so crazy, and I never understood it. Uh, she'd begin to pray, uh, and then her lip would start moving, uh, and she'd start to speak in tongues. She said, and I said, you know what, Lord? Uh, I'm calling on the God of my grandmother that if you are real, I need you to show up right now. She heard footsteps walking down the corridor. A man looked at her and said, April, what will it be? Are you going to die in prison or are you ready for the Lord to change your life? She said, I've never seen the man before and I've never seen him again because an angel of the Lord came walking down the corridor of a jail cell. She said, I looked at the man and said, what do I do? She said, the man said, stand up and come to me. She said, I walked up to the doors. The man stuck his arm through the, the man stuck his arms through the middle of the prison bars, laid his hand on my head. She said, I can't tell you what happened next, but I fell out and I started to speak in a language that I'd never heard before. Before, and the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. She said, I walked back into the, she said, I walked back into the courtroom and the judge said, how do you plead guilty or not guilty? She said, I'm guilty of every crime that I have committed. She said, April, you need to think about that. She said, no judge, you might be able to lock up my body, but you can't lock up my faith. She said, I just met the man they called Jesus. The judge walked back in his chambers as he began to try to figure out what to do with April from this point. Uh, He walked out after 25 minutes, uh, sat down on his bench, uh, and he put his head down and started to cry. Uh, She said, Gentry, I could feel the Holy Ghost move into the room. Uh, And he said, April, you're guilty of every crime, aren't you? Uh, She said, yes, sir. Uh, He said, you deserve to spend the rest of your life in prison, don't you? Uh, She said, yes, sir. Uh, He said, I don't know how to explain. Uh, I've been doing this job for 25 years, uh, and I've never had what happened happen. Uh, he said, I walked back into my chambers uh, to put the guilty stamp uh, on the paper. Uh, he said, but something came into the room. Uh, I started speaking in a language uh, that I've never felt before. Uh, God filled him with the Holy Ghost. Uh, he said, April, uh, you're acquitted of every crime. Uh, you're free to go. Let me tell you about the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, remember the girl that I told you about uh, that, uh, that came to church that had cut this hair over and over and over. Uh, she reached out uh, and invited her mom to come to church. Uh, Jamie walked into the house of the Lord. Uh, tattoos all over her body. Uh, she'd been bound up in cigarette addiction. Uh, she walked in uh, and said, Gentry, uh, I've been an atheist my whole life. Uh, I don't know what I'm feeling. Uh, I said, Jamie, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, she was baptized in Jesus' name, uh, filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you what Jamie did. Then Jamie brought Omar. Omar had been in the Latin Kings uh, for 25 years. Uh, he just got out of an eight-year prison stint. Uh, he came in the house of the Lord, uh, and he said, Gentry, uh, this is what I've been looking for. This is what I've been looking for, Gentry. He said, this is it. Omar came up to the front uh, as the altar call began to happen. Uh, he began to praise the Lord. 
Wouldn't you know that the Lord inhabits the praises of his people? Uh, Omar started to feel something different. Uh, he said, Gentry, uh, I got to be baptized in Jesus' name, don't I? Uh, I put that 430-pound dude in the baptismal tank. Uh, he came up out of the water. Uh, water came shooting in the air. Uh, and the Holy Ghost came shooting out of his mouth. God filled him with the Holy Ghost. Uh, no more alcohol. Uh, no more drugs. Uh, no more nicotine. Uh, Because let me tell you, uh, when the church decides to be the church, uh, your faith is contagious. For some plant, uh, some water, uh, some harvest. uh, But the Lord uh, will give uh, the increase. But if God's going to give the increase, uh, it's time for the church uh, to get up from where we are uh, and do what we've got to do. Omar's brought over 12 people to the house of the Lord. The last time I was in church, Omar had a, had a row full of people sitting with him. I said, Omar, where'd all these people come from? He said, you see this guy? I said, yeah. He said, I used to sell drugs to him. He said, you see this guy? I said, yeah. He said, I used to be in prison with him. You see this guy? Yeah. I tried to kill him one time because he was in another gang. He said, but the word told me that I'm an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I want to talk to somebody right now. I'm in the Holy Ghost. I want to give you a word. Let me tell you what God is going to do. You've been ashamed because of the place that you came from. But every cigarette you smoked before you came to the Lord is nothing but a testimony of the place that God has taken you tell you something. You need to quit running from your past and embrace the journey that you have been on because somewhere on your road to Damascus you met the man they called Jesus and let me tell you, God is about to multiply your faith. For thus saith the Lord, every seed that you plant in faith, I will give it back to you twofold. For my word said it'll be pressed down, shaken together and running over. I'm trying to call the church right now. I don't know what you feel like doing. I'm done. I'm shutting down my notes right now. But I want you to know that God is calling you to do something different than you've ever done. Right now, by the authority of the word of God, stand up all over the house right now. Lift up your hands high to heaven. Right now, by the authority of the word of the Lord, by the power that's in the name of the Lord Jesus, I come against every every problem. I come against every struggle. I come against every stronghold Uh, be released uh, right now in the name of Jesus Uh, let praise begin to come forth Uh, somebody get with it Uh, somebody step into it Uh, I wish somebody would begin to praise the Lord Uh, I wish somebody would begin to go after it right now Come on, come on, we're right on the door. We're right on the threshold. 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 Come on. God's calling you out of complacency. God's calling you out of ordinary. God's calling you out of settling. God's calling you out of being okay with okay. He's trying to call you to be the church. 
Right now all over the house, I want you to take somebody by the hand. I want you to step out of your seat down into the altar and into the aisle. I want you to move quick. I'm charging you in the Holy Ghost right now. Step out of your seat. The Lord showed me in the Holy Ghost uh, that this church has been on the brink of revival for a long time. Uh, You've had words that God has spoken to you uh, about filling this building up, uh, building bigger buildings, uh, having greater harvest, uh, baptizing more people. uh, But you've been come up uh, against the walls of Jericho uh, and you've been asking the Lord, uh, what's going to take us uh, through the walls? Uh, I charge you right now in the name of Jesus. uh, You take your neighbor by the hand uh, and you lift up those hands uh, up in the air. uh, You lift up your voice uh, and the Lord said uh, that the same spirit uh, that was with the children of Israel at the walls of Jericho that if you would begin to open up your mouth lift up your voice stretch out your faith that there are walls that are going to fall right now what are you waiting for what are you waiting for what are you waiting for Come on, right now, right now, right now, right now. Lift up your voice. If you got the Holy Ghost, I want you to pray in tongues as loud as you can until you feel something begin to break. Somebody's about to walk out of here restored. Somebody's about to walk out of here healed. You're going to walk out of here and break through. The angel of the Lord is moving through the house right now. The angel of the Lord is moving through the house right now. I impart to you right now a greater level of authority, greater levels of anointing, greater levels of apostolic ministry, the gift of faith, the gift of miracles, the gifts of the Spirit. Come on, if you want it, if you want it, exercise it. Uh, if you want it, exercise it. Uh, you want God to use you in healing? Uh, go lay hand on a sick person. Uh, you want God to use you in faith? Uh, go lay hands on somebody. Are you hungry for it? God's calling you to greater hunger. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, every hand lifted in the building, every voice extended to heaven right now. Come on, I'm only going to push as hard as you make me push. Uh, Somebody just needs to step into it. Uh, You need to step into it because this is what you want. uh, Because this is what you want. Uh, God is going to change the identity of this church. Uh, You're going to be more apostolic uh, than you've ever been before.
Come on, the Lord's doing something. Uh, the Lord's doing something. Uh, I want you to stretch your hand towards your pastor right now. Stretch your hand towards your pastor's family. Somebody begin to intercede for your pastor. Begin to intercede for your pastor. Somebody lift up your voice for your pastor. If you can't pray for your pastor, you can't pray for anything. There needs to be a cry. There needs to be a cry going up to the Lord right now. A cry going up to the Lord right now. There's been an invitation to be an apostolic. Uh, God's going to judge you accordingly uh, to the level that you were exposed to uh, and the decision you made as to whether or not to go uh, where God's trying to take you to. Right now, if you need a healing or you need a breakthrough, I want you to line up across the front. Quickly move. You need a healing. You need a breakthrough. I want you to come across the front. Move quickly. Come on. Move quick. You need a healing, you need a breakthrough. I want you to line up across the front right now. Hurry. I want all of our saints, if you've got faith to believe, I want you to come get in front of these people and be ready to lay your hands on them. Pastor's going to come. Come on, God's about to do a miracle right now. God's about to do a miracle. Your pastor's going to speak the word of faith, uh, and he's going to tell you to shout. And as he tells you to shout, uh, I want you to grab the person that needs the breakthrough, uh, and I want you to praise uh, with everything that you have. Uh, and if you will begin to praise uh, and respond to what God is doing, uh, there's going to be a miracle fall over your life. Hallelujah right now. Come on, there's somebody praying. Come on, if you're praying, I don't want you to, come on, have any doubt. Hallelujah. There is no room for doubt right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that name Jesus. Hallelujah. Has power. Come on, be whole. Be whole. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. Healing is here. Healing is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. We're going to shout for victory. Come on right now. In the name of Jesus. Come on. We're going to give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. There's healing right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Hallelujah, come on, there's faith that's still arising. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, there's faith. Come on, in Jesus' name. All right, come on, I'm ready. Come on, you're ready. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout right now. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah, in one, two, three. Come on, let us shout of praise. Let us shout of victory go right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Jesus. Come on, in Jesus' name. Lord, I release faith. God, I release healing. Yes, hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, begin to worship him. Begin to praise him in Jesus' name. Come on, if you receive what God is doing, I want you to grab the hand of your neighbor without the pushing and prodding of a worship team and somebody begin to praise the Lord. We're going to stay right here until somebody begin to praise the Lord. When's the last time you got lost in your worship? When's the last time you got lost in your praise? There's two people. There's three people. Come on, who's next? Come on, God's trying to change your apostolic identity. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody praise the Lord. Somebody praise the Lord. We've been talking about worship. Somebody activate it. Somebody activate your faith. Activate your worship. Activate your worship. In the name of Jesus. 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 I'm going to give you a key right now. I'm going to give you a key right now. But please don't waste the key that I'm about to give you. I'm going to explain to you what God is trying to do right now. When you begin to praise in advance for a miracle, praise becomes prophetic. Let me help you right now. Praise becomes prophetic. Because if you saw with your eyes right now every miracle that you are believing God to do, you would tear this building into shreds. So if you believe after everything that we've been through today, if you believe that the miracle has happened and you will begin to praise in advance for a miracle that's coming up, I want you to know that the miracle is going to be yours right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? We're going to begin to praise the Lord. Uh, and I'm going to ask everybody, uh, I want you to praise like you never have. Uh, if you haven't shouted in a long time, uh, you're going to shout. Uh, if you haven't ran, uh, I want you to run. Uh, but we're going to praise the Lord uh, until we feel a breakthrough. Somebody praise Him. Somebody lift praise Him. Lift up the name of Jesus. 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 Jehovah, you are Jehovah, and I worship you, and I worship you. You are Jehovah, you are Jehovah, and I worship you, and I worship you. 
Your name. 